There's only one voice of town view. This is What's up? This is the weekend. I'm Travis Scott. This is Drizzy. Trust me, at the top it isn't lonely. KSBM Radio. Hey guys, this is Global and Local News. I'm Oz and I'm joined here with Mr. Penguin and Billy. And today, you know, uh, like Oz said, we're going to be talking about global news. And to start it off, we're going to start off with the most recent, you know, and well-known news, which is the most Russian popular. Russian and Ukraine, uh, Ukraine conflict that there yeah. is. And just, you know, some little facts of what's going on. So um, this happened, you know, this month, February, uh, it all started going down when, you know, Russia started putting uh, like around 100,000 troops around the border of Ukraine, uh, eastern Ukraine. And, uh, you know, Putin was all, you know what, no, we're not going to invade y'all, it's just for protection. <laughs> but, protection. you know, who's going to believe that? You know, he's kind of crazy, in my opinion. He's a dictator. Yeah. Uh, so the Ukrainian uh, president, uh, president, uh, what's his name? Zelensky. He was all, you know what, we're not going to fall for this. So they stayed, they stayed alert. And just recently, like uh, this week, you know, they were attacked by the Russians. Putin announced his attack too, right? Mm -hmm. And as soon as he announced that attack, attack, everything started going down in Ukraine. Yep. Yeah, they were sending missiles. Like, they weren't they also sending like tanks closer to tanks, the border? Yeah. Yeah, but in. as soon as that's crazy that as soon as Putin said that, uh, the shooting started to break out. Yep. I, I don't feel like it was that crazy because I can you can really put past anything by him. Like, if he yeah. does this, oh, I believe that. Yeah. Because, like, of the way he acts and the way he's, the things he's done in the past, mm -hmm. I feel like it wasn't really a surprise because, like, it's just, like, basically go do it. Yeah, they were just it. waiting. They were just waiting for the go-ahead. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, and just basically what, you know, Putin wants to, you know, gain from all of this is just more power. Uh, he doesn't really want to take Ukraine's land. He just wants to have power. And um, he wants to recreate, in a sense, the, you know, Soviet Union. Mm -hmm. Uh -huh. And, you know, Ukraine is just, you know, uh, another step to starting this, you know, uh, Soviet Union. And he wants to expand uh, with the Eastern Europe countries and uh, potentially bring back the old Soviet Union. So it's and not really about, like, the land that Ukraine has or just expanding power. the land that you Russia owns. Yeah. And the thing is that people think that we're going to go to war yeah. with uh, Russia and Ukraine. But we're not going to war right now. Well, don't you think it depends on like the it way depends the what Putin USA? Does. Yeah, the the because what's happening right now is Ukraine is on its own right now. Ukraine is on its own. They're fighting against Russia on their own. On but their they've own. actually held their own too. They've they've yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, it's crazy to think that Russia had to ask Belarus, another country, for help. They asked, help they asked help for help. Is it because it's closer to Ukraine, like another side it's of closer, Ukraine? It's closer and because uh, apparently uh, Ukraine is fighting back really, really yeah, good. Yeah, Ukraine, mm -hmm. Ukraine is actually... I mean, just put it this own. way. Their own president is fighting back. Yeah, he, he, he instead, had, of, instead of like sitting back, 
No, no, I'm watching it all. No, phone. he's also on the lines too. No, he had yeah. the opportunity to uh, leave. To leave. Uh, I think even President Joe Biden said that you know we could pick you up. Yeah. But he's like no, and like there's pictures of him with like his uh vest. his military stuff, yeah, and he's fighting. Yeah, that's like a true president. Like, that's a true president. That, that is crazy. Yeah. A funny thing is that uh when he was he, he wasn't president yet, he would act like he was a president, and people said you you would make a good president, mm-hmm. and he just ran for it and. He's, he's been, like, a very good president. Like, you don't see a lot of presidents standing for their country like that. Because, like, like, if most, it was, like... Most the of them are just giving orders. Yeah. yeah. Or, and like, sitting, they go sitting into Sitting from, hiding. like, an office. Yeah. Or go into hiding to protect themselves. Mm-hmm. But he's actually fighting. Yeah. And, um, what's it called? This is, uh... It's crazy because, um, even, like, uh... There's this soccer team called the Dynamo of Kiev. Oh, yeah. I saw that. If, yeah. Uh, Dynamo Kiev. Instead of their players fleeing... They're helping uh, out. to They're safety. Fighting. They there's a picture of them in like I, this was really interesting scene. There was a picture of them in their soccer uniforms, mm-hmm. and then a picture of them in their military uniforms. Wow! Like instead of fleeing, they decided to stay there and defend Ukraine. And they're famous people. And, yeah, and they the are country, famous. And their country, too. they're famous people. Yeah. And they're fighting like they're not. They're not leaving their country. That's very noble. Right? And I actually find that, that is... I find that Ukraine is a very patriotic country. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, like they exactly. have. They want nothing to do with Russia, and they're gonna. F- they're literally fighting. Yeah, because like they've been dealing with Russia for a very long time. They've been yeah. Trying this to this hasn't been the beginning of it. It's been going on for a while, right? Yeah. It's just so like it all things. it all happened since uh, in 1991 when the Soviet Union uh, they de- you know demolished. Yeah. And then recently in 2014, Russia attacked the cap, uh, not the capital, but I think it's called like Crimea or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's a place in Ukraine. And since then, they've been going at it. And then just now recently, they're, you know. Yeah, it was like something Russian. like set off Russia and then they just started. Like Putin was like, you know what? Mm-hmm. I'm going to start doing this now. And I heard that he was denying that he was doing this as well. Who? Putin? Like, yeah, Putin. Like, oh, we're not doing this. Like, we're actually doing something else. Like, no, it's all, all the evidence is online. You can see it <laughs> yeah. on every news outlet and every social media platform. So with this, um, what Putin really wants to do is he wants to... Well, he wants to kill the president of Ukraine right now, Zelensky. He's like the number one target. And his Why family. Why does he want to do that, though? Because he wants to put a, a new president. Mm-hmm. Uh, reinstate he wants to Zelensky? reinstate. Uh, there's this uh, thing. Or reinstate. Two presidents before him. Uh, his name is um, Yankovic. Uh, he was uh, charged for treason in Ukraine, but he fled to Russia. Mm-hmm. And wasn't he pro-Russian too? He was pro-Russian. So that's why Putin wants that. Putin wants to establish. He him. wants. He wants an ally in yeah. Ukraine. Mm-hmm. And uh, eventually, that's what he wants to do with every other uh, Europe, okay. Eastern Europe country. That's like really close by now. So mm-hmm. like places like Poland too, right? Poland, Sweden. But then the thing is that this could cause World War Three because yeah, Poland, because if he go if he goes hungry for other stuff. Uh, there's U.S. troops on the borders of Ukraine and stuff like that, right? Yeah, and all these countries like uh, Poland, they're part of NATO, and NATO is is know, also involved in U.S. Is, is involved with U.S. and those big countries like Canada, U.K. And if that was to happen, so uh, that's even, why that's why a lot of people are thinking that the World War Three is gonna start because they they're just thinking that Putin's gonna keep invading into other yeah, countries. But the thing is, Ukraine is actually helping preventing the World War yeah. because. I think I'm pretty sure Russia or Putin expected to be 
They just expected into, to wipe out Ukraine. Yeah, they Ukraine fully quick. expected to yeah, be into like, Ukraine. He thinks like it's a small country. I could just take it out with a blink of an eye, but not really. They're standing up. And then another like really sad thing is that Putin is committing a lot of war crimes. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if y'all saw on social media where there's this tank who runs this civilian car, and uh, civilians like from uh, Ukrainian people they run and they go try to rescue the person that got ran over by a tank, and it's an old lady. Uh -huh. And that was like so messed up. Because like a lot of Ukrainians it's a, are leaving. Yeah, it's not the like civilians. Range. Civilians shouldn't be involved in the war. It should mm -hmm. just be like. But they weren't trying. Like that lady was just going on her way, and then the tank just like crossed lanes and just ran her over. Yeah. Yeah, and then, like with social media, it's showing like the disgusting parts of war. Because like previous wars, you don't really know all the facts. Mm -hmm. It was just written and it was taking a few pictures because they didn't have the technology that we had. Mm -hmm. So I feel like it's better now to see all this and to put them like, hey, you did this, and they have to take accountability. Yeah. yeah. And then, um, what's it called? Another war crime they committed was that they bombed this uh, cancer research center for mm -hmm. kids. And they killed... Russia? Yeah. Oh, my God. They killed uh, a kid, and like I think they injured like two. And they're like, they're, they don't care like where they're shooting. They're just shooting at random places where like civilians could be. Yeah, and it was like the main city, you know, one of the biggest cities in Ukraine. Yeah, uh, and then... Right now, I'm pretty sure they had seized up the capital of Ukraine, Kiev. 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 And um, I feel like at some at any moment, um, Ukraine is going to just well, lose from, this. From, from what I've seen is uh, that Kiev actually, or some places in Ukraine close to Russia, mm -hmm. they actually got help because some people in Ukraine are actually Russian. Mm -hmm. Like some people living along the closer parts of yeah. Russia... They well, actually, the Russians just sort of waltz in there. That's the thing. These Russians, they don't even want to fight because the Russian and Ukraine, I mean, at some point, they were all, like, a whole. And, they're together. Yeah, and it's like they're fighting their own people. The only person that's, you know, making them uh, go against each other is Putin. And, yeah. You know, it's a lunatic. Yeah, because, like, I know, I know a very big public figure. I think it was the president. He did a nine-minute speech talking about like how we don't really fight we don't really want to fight and i know russians don't really want to fight so please mm -hmm. hear my message even though it's not going to be aired in russia at all because they're like filtrating all like anything that goes into russia right now mm -hmm. but he was just hoping that they would hear his message and try to help him help them yeah and then another like very uh cool thing that i found about the president Zelensky was that when they said do you want you know want you us to pick you up and you know bring you to safety so like now nah, we don't need no help we don't need no money we just need ammunition mm -hmm. oh <laughs> he said no i just want to fight and i was like oh whoa, okay yeah that's a, that's another thing uh that i find kind of interesting ukraine's on its own yeah i thought that um i really thought until i did a little research i thought that usa was fighting no. like we are fighting russia no, right now we're not fighting. but they, uh, just, they just accepted refugees like if they wanted to come over yeah the u.s the them. usa troops that have been deployed yeah. they're on the borders of ukraine right they're not in ukraine they're by uh yeah on the borders of poland yeah, yeah they're they're not helping so ukraine is basically well not basically they are on their own they're on their own and i feel like they aren't able to help because if they do help it'll cause like more like Problems. Yeah, because yeah. didn't I mean, didn't uh, Putin, Putin? He said that if USA gets involved, it could. Oh, I forgot what he said. But he, he said he said, and uh, I'm pretty sure he said something like, 
if you interfere with what we're doing, you're going to see consequences that yeah. you've never seen before. Yeah. And, I mean, at this point, what, I could expect anything from Putin. Yeah. No, because it, it could, it could, if we do get involved into Ukraine, it could result in uh, stuff, like, it could actually result in a world war. Yeah. yeah, like it'll be it's so unnecessary because we don't need a war and no one wants yeah. war. Like Ukraine continues to say that we want peace, we don't want to start anything. And the only thing that's happening right now is USA Biden. He's announced that he's imposing bans on Russia, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but those bans, uh, it's like he said that we won't be accepting uh, like trade from them. Yeah, uh, I mean that's why the oil prices are gonna go up. And because, gas prices too, right? Yeah, because uh, uh, Russia is one of the biggest exporters mm-hmm. of petroleum in the world. So in reality, it's not really hurting Russia that we stop that, stop supporting them. It's really just going to hurt us I feel like, like here in the U.S. I feel like that's the only way it'll hurt us. Uh, yeah, because like, uh, we have the privilege just to see and watch it and yeah. try to support. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think it'll hurt us like, you know, really bad, just mm-hmm. maybe economically, but like just in the petroleum area. But overall, I don't think we're in uh, any danger. As no, at, guess, the, at the moment, no. Yeah, but if, if but I, I think that uh, as of right now, mm-hmm. Ukraine is really preventing the world war from happening because I think that Putin is gonna wanna after taking Ukraine, mm-hmm. he's gonna wanna expand. Yeah. And yeah. keep going on to more countries like Poland and uh, Sweden, right? Yeah, because he's like he's a very power hungry man. Yeah. Like, so yeah. he wants what he wants. So once taking Ukraine, I'm sure he wanted to keep going, mm-hmm. or I'm sure he would want to keep going. But Ukraine is fending off and on its own, and it's actually <laughs> Ukraine. Uh, Ukraine is actually working. Mm-hmm. Like they're actually doing good right now, and they're. They're sort of preventing Russia from fully taking over. Yeah, but I feel like the sad thing about war, especially right now, because you can actually see it, is that Ukraine has stopped letting men from 18 and older go like Eight, to other countries. 18 to 60 year olds. Yeah. If you're from that range, you have to fight. Yeah, they're like stopping them. Like you have to, you have to. Help yeah, us. that's that's a sad thing that they. I'm sure a lot of uh, like teenagers, they they just want to leave. They don't want to be involved yeah. in this. It's not their fault. Like, it's just a. Yeah. I'm, I mean, there's uh, there's been videos of a uh, father leaving his daughter and his oh, wife. Yeah. That and one made me cry. I was like, no, that's so <laughs> I'm so and sorry. I just find that really sad because you know this would have never happened if someone like Putin would have been so hungry to have mm-hmm. power. And it's so it's so dumb because. Ukraine ha- already has its independence. It's not doing anything to Russia. That's the thing. Putin is... He's a dictator. Yeah. He He's stayed president for a while, and I'm sure he's planned to do this for a while. He, he's, he's sort of thought, like, how can I sort of expand on my uh, presidency? Mm-hmm. Or um, how can I expand on stuff that I, I've, I have planned or I'm doing? How can I make Russia better? Yeah. Uh, one thing that I'm like kind of happy for is that right now the Russian currency has dropped like really, really bad. Oh, really? Yeah. Like I think I heard before that it dropped uh forty two percent of its oh, value. Dang, that's so, that's a lot. So uh, <laughs> I hope right now Putin is like, wow, I've made a huge mistake of invading this country because uh, yeah, and it's, it's just gonna it's get not, worse for him. It's not working right now too because Ukraine is they they haven't gone far or they have gone like kind of far but they haven't fully invaded ukraine yeah 
Mm-hmm. Like, they haven't taken it. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. still on the border, still trying to get in. But I don't feel like they will for some time. Also, like, I feel like, I think he will never show it. Like, Putin will never show that how everything, the things he's doing is affecting his country. No, he's going to he's gonna, he's he gonna try to keep that. Mm-hmm. He doesn't um, want to look weak. Yeah, he's yeah. going to try to hide that. Also, I heard about the World Nations and uh, how they were talking about it. And how other con- this one country in Africa, I think, mm-hmm. the president had talked about how he he said that even though these stuff keep happening, like bad people have high positions, you can see in history that people that are good will always prevail against the bad. Mm-hmm. Like he'll o- bad will always fall down, even if it takes a while. Yeah, even even if uh, I think that in history we've learned that even. Uh, like dictators and bad people they have taken over and bad stuff has happened but in the end they all fall apart Mm -hmm. they're just not successful well that's it for us and for next segment we're gonna have new hosts and special new guests so tune in for that bye good wasn't it well there's more to come we'll be right back after this short break this is kc radio the voice of Townview. Hey guys, welcome back to KSBM Radio, the voice of Townview. I'm your host, Prodigy, and today I'm here with... Billy. And Onion. So like Billy, Oz, and Mr. Penguin mentioned in our last segment, we do have a very special guest. This is Mr. DeLeon, our environmental science teacher. He teaches mostly juniors and seniors. So would you like to give us a little introduction? Good morning, glad to be here. My name is Patrick DeLeon, and I teach um, AP Environmental Science, just like she mentioned. And this is my first year here at Townview, but I've been teaching for about 15 years. Okay, uh, so, you know, getting into it. So, uh, what was your dream job uh, as a kid? Well, I actually took several paths. I mean, originally I wanted to be a field biologist, but then somewhere along the line, I realized that I really like teaching. So. Um, I know you mentioned high school and our accidental segment that we didn't actually record. So can you say that again for us about how you didn't like high school? Yeah. Tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, I actually hated high school (laughs) because it was just not a good experience. But, I mean, my friends and actually two teachers really helped me out a lot. So one was my biology teacher, which I believe we'll speak to in a second. Um, and the other was, ironically, my religion teacher. Um, and then after high school, where did you go to college? Okay, so immediately after high school, I got accepted to the University of Texas at Arlington, and I, um, got, I double majored in biology and psychology, and right now I'm still working on my master's degree in environmental science and that's at the University of Houston. Okay, so um, at what uh, point in your life did you realize that, you know, teaching, you know, environmental science was the way to go? Okay, so again, like I said, I never imagined myself being a teacher given my high school experience. (laughs) But once I got into um, student teaching at the at uta um i realized that i really like connecting with younger people oh. and just trying to influence them 
So moving on from the more general questions, um, we noticed all your com uh, comic references in the classroom. You have a couple posters. So we're just wondering if you pick DC or Marvel. I think they're both good. Um, Marvel was always my favorite growing up, but as I got older, I'm switching more to DC because I think it's more um, mature, I guess <laughs> you would say. <laughs> Um, and then who would be your favorite, like, comic character in those, and why? Um, right now, I'm a huge fan of Superman and Batman. How come? Because I just think they're dichotomous, so just, like, two opposite ends of the spectrum. Mm -hmm. But they're both pretty awesome in their own ways. <laughs> I mean, uh, what do you think about uh, the Superman and Batman movie that was, like, uh, was, like, 2013 around there? Yeah, um... At first, I really didn't like it, but I've, I mean, I've seen it like a thousand times, <laughs> but the more I watch it, there's little details in it that really have gotten me to kind of just grow my appreciation. Okay. Uh, and like, if you had to pick, uh, which one would be like your favorite, Superman or Batman? Probably Superman. Okay. Yeah. I'll pick Superman. And my tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> oh well you know talking we'll about have both actually <laughs> oh really yeah oh okay well i mean talking about tattoos um uh, i was wondering like what are the means behind you know some of those things how okay so, yeah i mean i have about i think 21 tattoos um so some of them are related to science so i got the evolutionary tree of life so both darwin and based on genetics I have a neuron tattoo, Serenity, because I would like peace in the world. Um, Charles Darwin's signature, the Punisher, because he's awesome. Also. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Chicago Blackhawks, because that's where I grew up. Um, DNA, ATP, because I majored in biology, I love it. And I have Superman, Batman, and then I have um, one of my favorite bands on the back. And another one here, actually. So, <laughs> I have too many tattoos. <laughs> uh, that's, I actually find that really cool, you know. Um, some tattoos, you know, to you know, show me and you. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. And then speaking of, what is your favorite musical artist? Oh, um, Bad Religion. You guys probably have not heard of them <laughs> because they're from like the 80s and 90s. But it's a punk rock band and they are in my opinion, awesome, because their lead singer is actually a PhD in um, evolutionary biology. So when he's not on tour or recording, he's actually teaching at uh, Cornell University. Oh, so he's a, uh, he does both music and teaching. Yeah, oh, that's cool. and research. Um, so, uh, so their lyrics are relevant and um, a lot of it's based on science. Mm. Oh, well, talking about science, uh, is there like any, you know, certain subject in uh, environmental science that you like to teach the most or that you enjoy? All of it. All of it. <laughs> All of it. But my passion is in um, ecology and evolution. Oh, okay. So evolution of life. Okay. That's yeah. cool. Yes.
Okay, so I know we talked about population in your class. I was listening. Yeah, <laughs> 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 listen. Well, thank you. <laughs> we were talking about population, and we discussed of how like the the world is overpopulated and how we're damaging the earth so much. So we we're just wondering if you think we need to have like a little Thanos in it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yes, right now our population on the planet is about 7.87 billion people. Most scientists think that living the way we are right now without change, we can support about three to four billion people with little environmental damage. No, I don't think we need to wipe out half the population. I just think we need to start living more sustainably and stop reproducing so much. <laughs> So like, what would you say are some ways, little advice how we can live more sustainably? Okay, definitely recycle, buy more fuel efficient cars, um, public transportation, walk, ride your bike, um, eat less meat, which I'm guilty of. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> so, um, change to more energy efficient appliances. So change your light bulbs, change, um, again like your refrigerator if you're not in a room turn the lights off um turn your tv off if you're not watching it and unplug your cell phone chargers <laughs> would, would you recommend that uh you know we switch to electric cars or would like you know keep regular cars <laughs> personally i think electric cars are the future but i have not jumped on that already because I'm a teacher and I can't afford them. <laughs> <laughs> they're actually really like they're cheaper than like regular cars. Like a Tesla right now is going on for like thirty thousand. Yes. Uh, that's so, usually what a regular car goes for. Yeah, that is the Model Three for Tesla mm -hmm. and it is very comparable to um any new car. But yeah, I mean I still drive mm -hmm. my gas powered Mazda. <laughs> so I'm guilty again. But then again, I feel like uh either way if we do move to, you know, electric cars we'll still, you know, be using electricity, which you know, uh what do we need? Uh uranium uranium you know we need? For... No, it's <laughs> mostly copper and um some other rare metals on, that, the, on this planet that, that, we, have to think that we still have to mine to get so there yeah. are a lot of environmental costs but yeah. i mean again remember what i said in class is that the hard part is developing technology but once we have it it only improves and it gets cheaper and more available so i think by the time you guys are my age it'll be mostly electric and then like speaking of renewable energy like which kinds do you think like we should invest the most in like what's your favorite renewable energy i guess if that makes sense <laughs> so personally i think that solar and wind are going to be major players in the future especially solar because I mean, again the sun's not going anywhere and it's always sunny somewhere so okay uh well um uh, I guess it's like a kind of personal question, but do you find it like hard to uh, separate your life here and then your personal life? It can be difficult because um, especially with teaching seniors, I mean, mm -hmm. I spend the entire school year building relationships and then just speaking of Thanos, <laughs> um, <laughs> they're, they're gone. <laughs> okay, so 
but I still keep in touch with a lot of my students. So, or past students, I should say. Um, and speaking of, like, is there any piece of advice from your childhood from like a teacher or anybody really um, that you still live by today? Just like I've told you guys pretty much every day, um, every one of us was born with our own personal set of skills. Figure out what those are and utilize them to make the change you want to see in the world. Because again, you guys are the future. So that being said, what impact do you want to leave on your students like us, for example? Just be aware of the problems and figure out what you can do to help leave this planet in a little better shape than we found it because we inherited the mistakes of our ancestors, but we can work for change. So I hope you guys voted yesterday. If I'm not 18. I'm not 18. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, another question is, um, how did your parents, you know, uh, get you like involved in this, you know, science world? Cause, uh, you did mention that your dad is like a scientist. No, my dad is, uh, a, is he just retired, but he is a doctor. A doctor, okay. Okay, so, and my mom is actually a nurse and they met at the hospital Aww. not to go into too much detail <laughs> okay, but I mean my dad really did have a lot of influence on me because he was an illegal immigrant to Mexico I mean from Mexico but he became a United States citizen he lived in East LA very poor um, area but he worked really hard he graduated top of his class in high school. Princeton University actually recruited him. Then he went to medical school. Then he became a doctor. And I mean, he was the first one in his family to go to college. And now out of his four children, all of us have gone to college. So my brother was worked in um, IT. I'm a teacher, my little sister is a teacher, then my other littlest sister she's a doctor so in one generation you could turn it all around just through education wait out of curiosity if you don't mind me asking yes what uh what grades do your siblings teach okay my one of my sisters who is a teacher um she teaches special ed for um i think it's weatherford isd but so it's basically all elementary mm -hmm. school just any special needs child is what she works with okay guys so that has been our time um thank you for listening make sure to follow us on our social medias on facebook at ksbm radio on twitter at ksbm radio underscore tvt on instagram and tiktok at ksbm radio dot tvt thank you for listening we'll never really leave you we'll be back same time same place next week